author storyteller creative thinking trainer footballing evangelist dealer in hope pandit with emphasis on pun <laughs> Welcome, Vinay. Great to have you on my show, Jagged with Jasravi. Your entire uh, uh, focus on figuring out what is the creative process. You know, for years you have understood that and figured out what are the key pillars, how to use sports, humor, movies for creativity. And there's a whole wealth of understanding there. And of course, you take workshops. to help people think creatively if you could share you know about the three key pillars here or about your creative process here that all of us can our audiences definitely can learn from so my journey has been to add a sense of vitality energy and fun in thinking so to begin with whenever uh, you know the word thinking is mentioned in conversations it's very sad that we treat it as a bit of a laborious and tedious process and the best metaphor that i can give you for that is rodin's thinker if you look at that poor guy while it's a great sculpture it's as if he's not having much fun during during the process you know put in 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 dehati ter- terms it's almost like uska dimag ka dahi ho raha hai right so why couldn't thinking be like the laughing buddha wherein you laugh and you reach enlightenment as well that was my starting premise and over the last 10 years i get into rooms where i inspire people to rediscover the creative potential in in themselves and the word rediscover is very important here because all of us are born creative as picasso said every child is born creative the challenge is to remain a creative person as you grow older mm-hmm. right and if you reflect back on your own childhood you will see that there were a lot of times you did so many creative things but as you grew older you began to censor yourself you began to uh stop looking outside the window to use another metaphor you were you got very claustrophobic and focused in the room that you were in so my focus is to bring you back to that kind of a mindset and essentially i look at three pillars which do this so i'll go through each of them in detail uh, with giving you some interesting examples the first is look for more answers now the thing with us in thinking is and you will see this a lot in your own own life when you do brainstorms the moment we reach a solution everybody is happy people instantly leave the room on a euphoric note in many ways that's where i begin my work in many ways because most people are talented enough to come up with one solution at least right Uh, professionals are good enough to come up with some, w- one solution whatever the problem it is that they are dealing with but perhaps it's a conditioning of our examination mentality that we think there is one right answer for something now life is not black and white it's largely gray so 
and especially in this world of branding marketing advertising there is always more than one right answer yeah so one of the best metaphors that uh, i think is there in in our own culture for the process of going for more answers always is samudra manthan from indian mythology mm-hmm. so it's it's a it's a very beautifully constructed story where the destination is to find amrit or nectar that is the solution and then two opposing forces which is the devas and the asuras they come together and they churn the ocean but what's interesting is in the process of churning a host of other solutions seeming solutions come up you know from sacred cows quite literally okay to uh, conches to the goddess lakshmi to nymphs to airavat to kalpavriksh to halahal which is the exact opposite possibly of nectar and finally amrit or nectar emerges so in many ways there's probably a divine precedent for the quest for going for more answers when you're brainstorming no i always look at it that way so first thing is go for more answers now let me give you a practical example suppose i am in a group which is suppose we are working on acts and this i'm only taking as an hypothetical example i have nothing to do with the brand and suppose we end the session on a seeming solution which sounds like the acts effect okay and everybody is happy with it now that's where i come in i'll start playing around with things so what if it was the acts defect now when you said acts defect it's a completely interesting but different idea suppose you called it the tax effect <laughs> suppose you called it the facts effect facts means is your charisma has been transmitted across a great distance now i i don't know whether these are tenable or workable what i'm just trying to give you are examples what you have to do is when you reach one solution the most it's very likely that you have two or three waiting close behind and it's very important to embrace the spirit of play when you do that so first pillar go for more solutions the second pillar that i believe in is learn to pause and reflect on things now many of us we will tend to live life like you know we are in a divine rush to tick things off of some kind of an imaginary job list hmm. so i have finished reading all the hot books there are i have seen all the trending movies you know it's not about how many books you read it's about what that book does for your thinking which is more important and that's why pause and reflect don't be satisfied with just completing something you need to see you need to integrate it in your thinking hmm. and waiting after a moment and trying to reflect on what happened is a great way to improve your creative thinking process again an example 30 years ago there was this uh, movie which i think many people might have forgotten it was called love there was salman khan and revathi in it right and it in many on many fronts it wasn't really that uh, that popular a movie but i'd seen it that time and one instance stuck in my mind now in the movie salman khan is a struggling singer and he's come to perform on stage at an event and the chief guest of this event is a mantri basically a minister and a rather unkempt one at that very rude now when he begins trying to sing salman's focus and idea and intent is to impress that minister but 
because he discovers very early just as he is warming up itself the minister is not even paying attention he is talking to everybody else around him very loudly and rudely salman decides that i need to metaphorically slap this guy on the face i can't do it actually but i need to do it in some manner that he needs to be shown his place so instead of singing the song he has come to sing what he what he quickly goes through in his mind is what song can i sing if i sing that that means he just has to pay attention to me and he sings the national anthem right and the point is beautifully made because even the minister has to stand up and listen to what this man has come to do right so pause and reflect and whenever you look at a movie after the movie is over sit back even if the movie has been terrible and i know that 80% of what you will be watching will be terrible but even in 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 ordinary movies or in ordinary shows there will always be one moment where you feel there is something different which happened there is something i can learn from this right so if you develop the attitude of looking at movies like that looking at books like that you will see that you your your so to speak creative reservoir will be far wider you will have many more references to borrow from right the third step the third step is momentary mm-hmm. suspension of judgment now since we are in india and everybody sees bollywood we are very well versed with the momentary suspension of disbelief right <laughs> the hero the hero goes out of the room he applies a pencil mustache and he comes out of the room and his mother doesn't recognize him right and that's that's a that's a common trope in 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 bollywood and we take it uh, as given in in many ways but what is momentary suspension of judgment it means hold on to your judgment as long as you can because i've seen this a lot in brainstorms the the, the way people most often react is when they say yes but they say yes but right it's a very instantaneous reaction when they hear somebody else offer an idea and the yes is out of politeness but the but is what they really mean they will come up with reservations against the idea and i try and get people to leave their buts behind and i'm not saying this in an anatomical sense of the word okay i am trying to make them less cynical and more uh, let's say optimistic about the overall process so instead of yes but what i tell them is try and do yes and what that does is it forces you to see some value in the idea that you're going to talk for instance if you are trying to work on the concept of a new coffee cafe and somebody comes up with the idea you know this is a coffee cafe where no one is allowed inside now it might not seem such a great idea but because you have set a parameter like that the next person has to add to that idea which is already on the table so he'll say yes that's interesting and what could happen is that the cafe could come to people now that's a little more interesting but it only happened because somebody was willing to to jump off someone else's idea and build on it so momentary suspension of judgment you know there are two parts to this one part is when you are in social situations where the natural instinct is to criticize other people's ideas especially in highly competitive uh, you know business or management meetings 
but the corollary and the and the other part of that is we are also very self critical many a times we censor ourselves and that gets to be a little difficult you know many a times you will find yourself saying oh that will never go through the moment you find yourself saying that oh that will never go through just hang on to that idea a little more and try and develop it a little further because there is i think killing the inner cynic within you is what will take you the longest way when it comes to being a creative person so those are three basic pillars and it's not necessary that you get better at all of them at 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 one instance even if you pick up one of them say the the instinct of going for more than one answer and develop it over time you will definitely become a better creative thinking person very nice vinay these are very tangible tools that anyone can work for um thank you and you know benefit this is like anybody can just adapt and adopt it right right now right away now you've talked about uh movies and you've talked about sports but particularly if you just look at movies because uh it is looked at as escape so you are saying that any life incident anything that is happening if there are moments of reflection uh, and we are processing and being more attentive to everything that's around perhaps perhaps there is a mindful aspect to it and not overthinking right. but just experiencing it that itself becomes a very rich fodder for being creative because that's absolutely very much a child like mind state that the playful inflow of life is being allowed and you know it's filling up your reservoir from where you can pick up and use for your creative end your words and live creatively perhaps so it <laughs> so your uh, would you like to share uh, anything more about movies movies you have shared about um, sports or humor because i know you you have looked at all these three as very important aspects of being creative uh, would you like to go deeper in any of these yeah so so even uh, just to give you a parallel example uh, i already gave you an example from movies but if i were to give you a parallel example from the world of sport so when sachin tendulkar was emerging as a uh, as a player and you know he was he was known in mumbai right from school level which is say let's say 1986 87 onwards people began hearing this name sachin tendulkar i was keenly following his career at that point in time being a huge cricketing fan and uh, while his records were one thing i used to always read his interviews with greater interest and one thing which struck me in all his interviews was the amount of respect he held to gentlemen in and he used to always refer them uh, refer to them as this mr gavaskar and mr richards mr gavaskar and mr richards and that was interesting because when i began to see clips of sachin at work which is basically batting uh, it seemed to me like he had found the midpoint of these two opposing philosophies so uh, sunil gavaskar was let's say uh, temperamentally very sound technically very gifted tremendous uh, amounts of concentration levels the man had and vivian richards was probably the diameter, diametrical opposite 
extremely aggressive probably there has been nobody in the history of cricket who has been as out and out an aggressive batsman as vivian richards and yet sachin juxtaposed both of these ideas together and created his own unique persona which we have seen for you know over 24 years and the legend continues to linger so even when it comes to sport if you learn to look at it a little more observantly if you read in between the lines if you try and think why did something happen or why is somebody successful why did somebody fail you will get more a lot more out of it the second part of your question i think was in terms of the usage of humor now again that is something which is very close to my heart and i've been a big proponent of trying to use humor more in business settings and there are some benefits which are self evident one being humor diffuses the stress in a room two being it brings people closer together as as there's this very beautiful old adage which is that the shortest distance between two people is a smile right it's, uh, and it, in many ways that is true when when i hear laughter in the room i know there is a greater bonding between the people who are there but at a very uh, practical level usage of humor is is fantastic because humor necessarily is you know any joke is an innovation in a way it's a creative act because a joke sets you up in a certain direction and when the punchline comes it's a it's a perpendicular shift to that direction right that's where the term out of the box comes in fact you're going along a certain paradigm the punchline changes the paradigm of the joke and you jump out of the box for instance a seminar on advanced time travel a seminar on advanced time travel will be held 2 weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. so when the punchline comes you have an aha moment and this is something i love saying there is a haha before an aha moment and an aha moment always is where a creative solution is found but usually there is a haha before that and you'll know that when you have done brainstorm somebody cracks a joke laughter erupts in the room and then suddenly somebody pulls back and says you know what maybe there's something there because any humor is a complete jump away from the expected situation and you just saw that a little while back when i illustrated it by toying around with the axe effect example it is just taking something and playing with it so develop that attitude of playing with the solutions you have try and infuse humor in a room i think one of the big mistakes people make is by thinking that we need oscar worthy punchlines to be a humorist no that is too much of a bar to to set and it does not solve the purpose you need to say basic things which lighten the mood in the room basic things which lighten the mood in the room that works at a at a starting level i was at a multi agency pitch for a very big client and we had never met that client so there were a few of us and he was alone in that room except that he had some support staff around and since we had never ever met him and because everything was running late we had already begun presenting and uh, you know time was tight so it was it was a very somber interaction <laughs> at that point in time the tea came into the room 
and i was talking i was the guy presenting for the agency so i was talking so the gentleman on the other side who was the prospective client said uh, you know when i uh, your tea is getting cold so i just without batting an eyelid the, the next thing i said was yeah but i'm just warming up and he instantly laughed on hearing that now it's not the it's not the best joke or any such thing but in the so, you know the solemnity of that moment it offered people a chance to laugh and the moment people laugh the barrier between you and them is less it is less and we ended up winning that business and i i would i would even cite that because of that moment that moment did play a very large part in helping us you know uh, interact with him in a far more decisive manner so now there are two aspects of what you have said that we will take forward uh, one is story you know like somewhere i read that what is more true than truth itself and the answer was story you know uh, and and i really liked how in in the beginning you talked uh, took an example from our mythology when i that in our mythology there, there is whole lot of richness and we are so used to uh, dealing with ambivalence and open uh, stories that we can interpret ourselves you know take learnings and yes. uh, make sense of it so uh, in terms of storytelling and in terms of humor if you could uh, you know let us know because you've been in advertising for so many years you could take some examples and tell us from your perspective which two brands have used this very effectively storytelling and humor if i start with storytelling for instance mm -hmm. i think one one brand which sticks out in my mind which has endured over the years because you know it has stayed relevant uh, because it has always touched upon the right, uh, right mini tales and the subplots is james bond okay because james bond has been around for 70 odd years it's been played by six different people it's been uh, spanning about 30 nearly 30 films now so what's interesting is while the primary uh, idea of james bond i think still is let's say uh, the ultimate male fantasy you know at at a certain level it's that it has nuanced itself very well across the years and you can see that in terms of who firstly who were the villains in the earlier james bond films and who are the villains now so in the earlier james bond films it was always implied the russians were villains though it was eventually a specter or some other organization like that but these days the threat of terrorism is much more that's how their stories have changed the second is the role of women in james bond and none symbolizes this more than m now you know 20 years 30 years back to think that bond would take orders from a woman was so you know if you see the earlier sean connery movies they are made in a certain tone so it's very difficult to even see bond answering to a woman in in that era but the pierce brosnan coming in an m being judy dench it shows a complete shift in in not just i think bond but in the way the world began accepting women at higher positions of power in business and across uh, other uh, you know other human endeavors mm -hmm. and 
I think she she played it absolutely brilliantly, and she always was in control of Bond at all points in time. Even the way they have nuanced Money Penny, who at one point in time was you know just that you always had that moment where either a Sean Connery or a Roger Moore would flirt back and forth with many uh, with Money Penny, and uh, uh, it was nothing more than that. But in the later Daniel Craig movies. what you see is that she is a far stronger person she knows what she wants in life and uh, she's not somebody who can be you know casually played with or uh, while she flirts it's it's a very equal relation between uh, her and bond mm-hmm. and the, the the one more interesting aspect that i find in bond is the is the way the role of q has changed again reflective of of the changing time because uh, across most of the uh, eras q was an older man uh, and age and white hair uh, meant wisdom meant you had come a certain way but the new q is a young guy and it's very reflective of the startup culture which is going across the world where people who are in their teens and 20s are starting up massive companies right so born while it stayed somewhere true to its overarching narrative found stories which always were reflective of changing times and stories need not necessarily mean major plot lines they would mean smaller uh, relationship and culture referencing stories like the ones i have mentioned so right. i think this is one brand that has done brilliantly in terms of storytelling across time if i look at humor and storytelling the brand that i think has done this the best Uh, in india or at least something i i feel that they have done this very well is amul amul butter mm. now amul butter mm. what mm. i love about it is it has been beautifully consistent in the way it has communicated over the last 30 odd years i remember lines from let's say the 80s and 90s like when diego maradona won the world cup for argentina in 86 the mm. amul ad said marad hona to aisa hona <laughs> right and from puns of that time to puns of today which they are doing with uh, trump bill aisa kisi ne mera toda you know the, i think that there, there was a recent one on uh, uh, on well, a few months ago uh, they have stayed remarkably consistent and they have consistently used humor in in their narrative uh, i think as an aside uh, another brand which i particularly like and i think will stay the test of time is the way rk lakshman looked at indian life i would highly recommend that uh, you subscribe to jasra jagd with jasravi because it is a hot bed of great content which offers some really interesting insights if you have uh, if you have interests in marketing branding advertising or generally any sort of good content because i think this kind of content is what keeps us going during these difficult periods and a big kudos to jasravi for creating such a wonderful stage where people can come and get entertained and inspired that's what we all need thank you thank you so much uh, it was wonderful to have you vinay uh, thank, thank you. you for finding time and sharing